A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Doctor has faced a great deal of terrifying foes throughout their travels. Given the vast expanse of all of time and space, it's incredibly surprising when the Doctor bumps into those foes again. Looking through the prism of a long-running television drama that has to attract audiences, it becomes a lot clearer as to why big hitters like the Daleks, Cybermen and the Master all regularly return to ruin the Doctor's day. The Daleks practically secured Doctor Who's longevity the minute they waved a sucker arm in Barbara's face way back in 1963. And writers and showrunners repeatedly return to the Daleks nearly six decades later. Some monsters and villains don't get as lucky as the Daleks and the Master, however. It's not for lack of trying. The Sea Devils, for example, were a huge part of the cultural memory of 1970s Doctor Who. The Zygons from 1975's Tom Baker serial captured the imagination of a young David Tennant, but they didn't return to the series until 2013. And then there are monsters even unluckier than that, those who are clearly brilliant, but have to date never returned to the TV series. So with that in mind then, I'm Ellie with Who Culture here with 10 Doctor Who villains you're surprised only appeared once. Number 10, Fenric. Fenric and the Doctor have a long history with each other. First appearing in the seventh Doctor classic, The Curse of Fenric, he was the original evil from the dawn of time. An earlier incarnation of the Doctor and Fenric first met in 3rd century Constantinople, where the Doctor defeated the intelligence in a game of chess and imprisoned him in a flask. From his prison, Fenric manipulated the seventh Doctor's timeline in order to free himself from his prison. The Doctor and Ace eventually defeated Fenric once more, but the old evil played a big role in the seventh Doctor Doctor's Big Finish series of audios. Fenric was intrinsically linked to the legendary Cartmel master plan that would suggest the Doctor was more than a Time Lord. With that in mind, it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility for Fenric to have been defeated by Joe Martin's fugitive Doctor in the employ of Division, or by another of the Timeless Doctors. Whichever Doctor defeated him first, it's surely time for another rematch. If only so the Doctor's last important chess game wasn't that awful one from Nightmare in Silver. Number 9. Eternals Enlightenment is one of the best Peter Davison serials. Taking place during an intergalactic yacht race, it introduces the Eternals as godlike beings that play games with dispensable human pawns for prizes. The Doctor is rightly horrified, and his confrontation with Stryker gives Davison some of his best material in the role. The Eternals have been mentioned in passing throughout the new series, but haven't yet made a return, or at least not explicitly. 
In the 13th Doctor Adventure Can You Hear Me, the TARDIS team come up against Zelin, who can manifest people's fears and do weird things with his fingers. He tricks the Doctor into freeing his lover Rakaya, but is of course eventually defeated. While not explicitly referenced as Eternals on screen, a tie-in story entitled The Guide to the Dark Times was published in the official Doctor Who Annual 2021. Written by River Song, it outlines the history of the mythical Dark Times and suggests that Zelin and Rakaya were Eternals. Regardless of whether this was the intention of the original script, a Doctor Who story that tackles gods who treat human beings as toys would be fantastic. I mean, it's a regular fallback plot across the Star Trek series, so isn't it about time that the Doctor had their own cue? Number 8. Scarrison the Zygons finally returned to Doctor Who in the 2010s, but when they did, their pet Scarrison was nowhere to be found. In their original story, Terror of the Zygons, this terrifying creature was key to the story. The Scarrison was revealed to be the actual Loch Ness Monster, and the Zygons themselves survived on the creature's milk. Loch Ness Monster Milk, a product that even the Scottish Tourist Board wouldn't even consider marketing. The realisation of the Scarrison on screen was one of those notoriously ropey Doctor Who monsters, so it's perhaps unsurprising that the Scarrison hasn't yet made an appearance in the new series. After all, it hardly fits with the Zygon invasion inversion's political allegory of terrorism and immigration. However, if Legend of the Sea Devils can reinvent the Merka as a terrifying sea creature, then they can do the same for the Scarrison. Perhaps a period adventure set around the time of the first Nessie sighting, where curious scientists accidentally awaken the Zygons under the lock a few decades early. Scotland is all too rarely visited in Doctor Who, so it is about time that it paid Nessie the Scarrison a visit. Number 7. The Axons the John Pertwee serial The Claws of Axos is a bit of an underrated classic. It's the first story by Bob Baker and Dave Martin, who would go on to co-create K9 and tackle some very timely concerns around energy. With the world facing an energy crisis, alien visitors land in the English home counties to offer clean, renewable energy to humanity. Of course, their gift comes at a price, and soon the Doctor has to team up with the Master to avert their dastardly plans, trapping them inside a time loop. The Axons are still stuck in that time loop on screen, though they've occasionally escaped to wreak havoc in two big Finnish audios, the second of which is to be released later this year. As humanity continues to discuss the financial and environmental costs of fuel, surely the Axons are primed for a comeback. It would surely be a foolish endeavour for the Axons to try the same grift twice, but humanity's never been great at learning from their history. It would take the Doctor to pop in and save us from our own errors once more. They're an incredibly striking looking creation though, sort of psychedelic gold Golden gods. Their true form, all orange tendrils, would later be repainted to become crinoids, but more on those later. Number 6. Gods of Ragnarok in The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, the Doctor and Ace visit the Psychic Circus, which has been taken over by the ancient gods of Ragnarok. These ancient beings crave entertainment and wear those in their employ down, demanding endless entertainment and new and more exciting and thrilling acts each time. The gods were clearly a metaphor for those higher up in the BBC at the time, when Doctor Who was on the way out. However, from a contemporary perspective, aren't they also a metaphor for the endless stream of TV talent shows? It's so crazy that during during Russell T Davies' first era, when Doctor Who was regularly pitted against shows like Britain's Got Talent and The X Factor, that he never considered writing a satire of those shows. 
Given how willing everyone was to play along with the reality show satire in Doctor Who's very first season, it's strange that they never attempted it. But then maybe that's why, the worry that to have a greatest show in the galaxy sequel would be too similar to Bad Wolf. So it's a good job RTD's coming back then. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Number five, Rutans. The Sontarans' mortal enemies may look like balls of snot, but they're deadly shapeshifters with plenty of unrealized potential. While they've been name-checked in the new series, they've never actually appeared in an episode. However, they have appeared in multiple comic strips, novels, fan films, and even video games. It's perhaps the Rutan's jellyfish-like appearance that has barred them from returning to the series after the horror of Fang Rock. How to effectively realise their appearance without being totally embarrassing probably makes Doctor Who's practical and visual effects team wake up in a cold sweat. However, the Rutans are shapeshifters. The horror of Fangrock is essentially John Carpenter's The Thing in a lighthouse. No one's sure who's who as this deadly alien works their murderous way through the inhabitants of the lighthouse as they assess the strategic importance of planet Earth. While the Zygon invasion slash inversion has already done the shapeshifting political thriller, there's surely plenty of scope for another shapeshifter story in modern Doctor Who. Or perhaps given Flux's epic space battles, the time is right to finally see what a Sontaran and Rutan war actually looks like. Number 4. The Wirren Stephen Moffat and Russell T Davies have both sang the praises of the Ark in Space over the years, so it's odd that there's never been a sequel. Perhaps they felt the pressure of following a story that has such a lauded position in the canon. It's a shame because the Wirren are suitably horrifying creations that could be realised to great effect with modern visual effects. The Wirren are human-sized insect creatures that breed by using cattle species to grow their eggs. In the Ark in Space, this is the crew of the Nerva Beacon and is portrayed to horrifying effect with some of the most 
creative use of green bubble wrap that you'll ever see. It's so effective that a recent Bruce Willis film called Breach has practically the same plot, but couldn't come close to matching the horror, despite the slightly more advanced effects work and a higher age rating. Maybe this is key to why the Wirren haven't yet returned to the series, as any Doctor Who production team is wary of recreating the alchemy of those early Tom Baker stories. Regardless, these creepy crawlies are long overdue a return. Number 3. Sutek Everyone forgets that the fourth episode is actually a bit rubbish, but Pyramids of Mars is a stone-cold Doctor Who classic. It pits the Doctor against an Egyptian god imprisoned on Mars and introduces the Osirens, godlike aliens in the Doctor Who universe. There had been demonic aliens introduced in the third Doctor era, but here was the show tackling the gods themselves. Sutek has never returned to the TV series, but one of his relations travelled with the tenth Doctor in the comics. Gabriel Wolfe, who played Sutek in Pyramids of Mars has returned to the series, playing the voice of the Beast in the Impossible Planet slash the Satan Pit. To date, however, no Sutek. Having the Doctor take on an Egyptian god would be an epic season finale, so it's strange that it's not happened yet. Now that the MCU is making Egyptology cool again with their Moon Knight series, maybe the 14th Doctor will be taking on the Osirens in a future episode. It would certainly push the show in a much-needed new direction, away from the alien invasion plots that have become overly familiar. Number 2. The Dream Lord Arguably, the Dream Lord is the Valiard, the embodiment of the Doctor's worst impulses. However, his genesis is different, the product of spores that find their way into the TARDIS systems. The Dark Doctor is an incredibly compelling concept, so much so that the Matt Smith era tried it again with much less success in Neil Gaiman's difficult second story, Nightmare in Silver. It's odd that the Dream Lord hasn't returned in the series. There certainly appeared to be unfinished business at the end of Amy's Choice. The availability of Toby Jones needn't be a problem either, as you could have a different Dream Lord for each Doctor actor. We've had opportunities for the Doctor actors to play darker versions of themselves over the years since Amy's Choice, but nothing that's captured the Doctor's self-loathing and anxiety. It's strange that a story like Can You Hear Me, which was all about mental health, didn't reintroduce the Dream Lord as the embodiment of the Doctor's own anxieties and mental health concerns. Perhaps the introduction of the Fugitive Doctor put page to that idea, so for now the Dream Lord is still out there, waiting. Number 1. The Crinoid the Seeds of Doom is an absolute cracker of a Tom Baker story. It begins by riffing on The Thing from Another World, long before John Carpenter and Kurt Russell did to great acclaim in 1982. After the Doctor and Sarah's Antarctic sojourn, they return to the UK to stop unhinged millionaire Harrison Chase from playing in his green cathedral and unleashing the terrifying crinoid upon the world. The crinoid are a great creation by Zygon creator Robert Banks Stewart, carnivorous plant life that consume animals life. Their pods can transform other beings into plant life too, prompting the Doctor to recall that on planets where the crinoid take root, all animal life cease to exist. The crinoid have dug their tendrils into various bits of Doctor Who spin-off media, but haven't yet returned to the series. As plant-based diets have become increasingly popular in recent years, and with the return of Russell T Davies to the show, the time is surely right for a crinoid return. It's in RTD's wheelhouse to use an old Doctor Who monster to comment on our contemporary society, and a story about plants that eat humans feels relevant at a time where we're all questioning our impact on nature. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.